at this. We've got the man that so many of you wake up to. I'm going to say it. I'll, I'll, I'll brag on you. You're the best damn morning show anchor in the biz. Owen Conflenti. Thanks for coming in, man. True. Thank you, man. That's wonderful. And it's That's not very kind of you to say that. Well, you're, Appreciate you know, I'm a kind guy sometimes. And I don't have you in here because you're the best morning show anchor. It helps because of that. But I have, I'm having you in here because you're a huge Texans fan. This guy's a psychopath Texans fan. I'm going to say that, too. <laughs> and I say it with love. But you. Thank you. Thank you. Every single home game. At the half, it's me and it's Chester Pitts up on the video board, and we give kind of a breakdown. Sorry about that. That's my phone. No give a breakdown of what went down. We introduce the, the halftime act, and then a few minutes later, we come back and get set for the second half. But one of our favorite things is looking over just before we go on, just off to the right of the camera where the, the fans got it. You're there. You're always in a jersey. You're like, you're pumped up. You're excited. Yeah. And it. I got to tell you, it, I, and I speak for Chester, too. It, it kind of helps loosen things because sometimes it, you know, Texans go into the half and it's not always a good story. You're right. But you, no matter what, have the energy. Now, when did how, when did you become a Texans fan? It's my routine, man. I've lived in so many places my whole life, and, and, and I have this conversation with my buddies at work all the time. It's like, where is your allegiance? Where is your love? Mm -hmm. And I've lived here 15 years right? on the same show, same city. I, I, uh, I've lived here longer than any other place. That's amazing. I was it? born in Pittsburgh. I lived there for a little bit, uh, maybe six, seven years of my life. I've lived here twice as long as anywhere even close to it. So I really consider Houston home, mm -hmm. and I love the sports like I loved sports growing up because mm -hmm. I lived in New York City. I lived in Pittsburgh. I lived uh, in Boston for a little while. You were in Albuquerque too, right? Yeah, in Santa Fe. Santa Fe, so Santa Fe. Back okay. when, I don't know, the Albuquerque Dukes, they had a little, uh, I think it was a Dodgers, a AAA or something. But, you know, for a time we didn't have much pro sports, but in those other cities growing up, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, so I've, I've seen sports fans from all over this country. I love our sports. I love the NFL. I love football. So coming here and just being able to fall in love with this team, which making the comeback. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I, when I got here, the, the team was how old? Five years old? Four years? I mean, five. Yo, five, five you got yeah. here, right? Yeah. yeah so that was old. three years in. Really. Three years in. Yeah. Right, right. So a young team. I mean, it's just been awesome. Yeah. And then I, I have a, a dear family friend. I affectionately call him my uncle, and he's been going to games since the Oilers were here <laughs> in the old days. And he's always with you. Oh yeah. Up at these my games. Uncle yeah, Uncle there. Richie. We like, yeah, we all know him as Uncle Richie. And the whole crew. So, so that is our halftime routine. I get my ice cream. I come over and see you guys. <laughs> You know, maybe I bring, uh, you know, a relative, uh, maybe one of my, my nephew or someone. Uh, I brought my oldest son this last time in the playoff game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and Crazy Shirley Bob's over there hanging out, uh -huh. the whole crew, man. But it's a blast. I love going up there and seeing you guys. Crazy Shirley Bob is another, she's a regular up there at the half. Yes. And she's always dancing. And she's always taking a fun selfie. Yeah. She's always saying something a little bit mildly inappropriate, which is part of the fun. So it's a good time. Yeah, we have. What's your game day on your game day routine like because you mentioned you come up there at half but yeah i mean well as you know with with young children yeah. things change you got so. four right that's right what and, are the ages uh 12 10 two years and five months okay so the older kids love tailgating yeah they super love it but because we have the babies now it's i don't get to go as early so my typical routine the the general routine i used to have i mean eight o'clock you're there we're in line mm -hmm. driving through the gates Yep. Figuring out where everybody, I mean, in our parking, over in the orange lot, I mean, everybody knows where we're supposed to be pretty much. Yeah. I mean, we've had some issues with, you know, moving people here or there, but generally everybody kind of knows where they're You have the same tailgate you go to every time? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we bring out a, what is it, 20 by 30 foot tent. Yeah. I mean, 
Uh, my uncle get, gets bands out there. You know, everybody cooks. Um, That's the amazing part, or one of the amazing parts of tailgates, because I used to, when I, when I started here in 09, for about eight, nine years, I would go out and interview tailgaters. And, go, and I mainly stu- uh, stayed in the blue lot, the platinum lot. But just the extravagance and the uh, the creativity of it all. I mean, people are retrofitting buses, ambulances. They've got poles. They've got skis. They've got every. I mean, it's it's a serious deal. Oh, and it yeah. sounds. I mean, if you have a band, you're bringing a band out to oh, a tailgate. Yeah. It's no joke. Oh, no doubt. And 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 especially the big nights, um, Sunday night games, even Thursday nights. I know people, you know, and, and probably the players to a degree don't like the Thursday for the short turnaround and stuff, but. Anytime you can get the primetime feel. It's more fun. You get that late night. I mean, the party's a little more fun. And obviously, you hope they win. But I think that's the one beautiful thing about it, about this place is, I mean, generally speaking, and, of course, I know there was a moment in time years ago when they had to change the rules about tailgating because it wasn't so friendly. And, and maybe that's been the difference maker. I know inside the stadium, this is a beautiful place for families. Mm. And the product that's put on the field, the fans, everybody's super kind and super fun. I mean, I've, I've you know, anyway. So you That's, get there at eight, yeah. and you're going. You we tailgate. start. We start. We set up. Uh, there's breakfast, which we just added a couple of years ago because we combined with another tailgate, and um, they started making breakfast in addition to the briskets and you know the chopped beef and other stuff. All the good that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. And 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 mainly it's tacos. I mean that's just there's so many tacos. <laughs> so <laughs> many. It's amazing. So it really is. Once the uh, what are you wearing? Because you've always got a. A certain jersey. I'm on. glad you've asked. Yes. Um, well, you know, I kind of, I like to mix it up. So my uncle gave me a, a Tony Baselli jersey because <laughs> that's just a fun, the 71, and it's just a fun old school jersey. So yeah. I like to wear that sometimes in the beginning of the season, just just kind of as homage, right, you right. know, to history. So I, I, sometimes I'll do that. And then generally I either go with my boy Whitney, yeah, the 59, 59 uh-huh. or our buddy Chester, I have the, the old 69, school 69. Yeah. yeah. So those are my, those are kind of my two go-tos. Over the years, I still have, I mean, I still have, you know, Andre for president. I still have a number yep. 80 jersey yep. uh, in the closet. And I think I last I broke it out was um, we had some celebration when he was here. And mm-hmm. I think in, um, I don't know if it was a retirement celebration or what yeah. it was. Yeah. And, I, and I broke it out for that game. So I was like, you know, again, you got to pay tribute. You you bring up those. I don't know that I've ever seen you in anything other though anything other than the Chester Pitts one. That's the that's my, that's kind of you your know, go-to, right? Kind of my classic. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, that's a good one. And you yeah. guys, you got you, you're around him from time to time. You're around Whitney from time to time. Yeah. You guys do some things together. Yeah, uh, I try to help out. You know, every now and then Whitney will ask me for some help with uh, something with the with Mercy Foundation. Yeah, you know, he likes to do to do work that benefits children. Uh, with disabilities, yep. and that's that's one of his you know number one causes, and he partners with different organizations around town. So anytime I can help out, and of course Chester's huge into the arts. Yep. So if there's anything I can ever do, but yeah, they still come in for interviews from time to time, and we still chat it up every now and then. And I saw Whitney at the playoff game, working out. My son got to see him and take a picture sidelines, <laughs> and the, and he caught the ball from JJ, and it's just you Holy know cow. those experiences last forever for the kids for sure. And I mean, I, I just I, I'm grateful every weekend that I get to be here with my family and yeah. tailgate. It's really a tradition. So. You have fun, man. You it's you are living it up. It's a good night, a good thing to see. So um, what's your favorite home game that you've ever been to? Do you have one? Mm, for sure, and it just happened, was Buffalo. Yeah, um, you, were, you were tweeting all about yeah, it. Yeah, because it was um, it was the experience, taking my son. Um, I mean, the greatest game that we had seen uh, uh, at that point. I mean, it was incredible. 
And I mean, I know, you know, forget about what happened after. That moment was just amazing for me. Mm-hmm. I know for sure this is going to be one of those games my son and I will both talk to each other about yeah. in years to come. That, I mean, he caught the ball from JJ, took the picture with, with Whitney. I mean, it was the greatest game. I yeah. mean, the noise was insane. I mean, I remember holding his ears. We were standing there. And it's like, all right, like I don't even know what to do with mine at this point, but let's just. Yeah, it was. I, my I'm, ears hurt, dude. I'm like, glad you brought hurt. that up because it's, I mean, it sucks that that game was followed up by what happened the next week so quickly. You know, it's yeah. like, could you, could we have let that breathe a little bit? Because, I mean, that was magical. I mean, you're on the cusp of something so much bigger, I think, if uh, obviously things had changed in Kansas City. But, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I mean, that's, that's easily one of the two or three best that I've been to, and I, I probably would put it at the top, too. And the reason I like it is because what we said, the game was great and the family experience for me. Mm-hmm. When you put those two things together, I don't know that there'll ever be a better game. Ever, sure. Unless it's a, you know, let me just say the Super Bowl, baby. It I could mean, happen, that's, man. That's, the, that's, the, that's what we all want. Or if you play in the last game of the uh, playoffs before the Super Bowl here, like we might have Ooh. been. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, so you're on in the mornings. Mm-hmm. What is that like? When do you wake up? Give me your day. Because this is, yeah. I have many questions here. Yeah, hit me up. I, I mean, it's, it starts at 2.30. I'm up. I used to get up a little later, but I wake up, to be honest. I mean, I'm into my 40s now, and I want to stay as young as I can for as long as I can. I look at guys in their 80s and 90s. My grandfathers, my late grandfathers lived uh, into their 80s and 90s, and they were both uh, healthy and, and slim. Yeah. They weren't, but they had a routine, a short routine without heavy weight, so I, uh, just stretching and light exercise. So that's what I started doing at 2.30 in the morning. Every, you do it before you go in. Every huh? morning. Yeah. Uh, weekends included, not that early, but I don't start a day without some push-ups, some sit-ups, some stretching, you know, upper body. I've, I've had some injuries over the years, shoulder, ankle. So I make sure I'm stretching all the things. Right. Just just hoping that I can play a little defense, you know, <laughs> physical defense between now and God willing, you know, I get to live that long. Yeah. The so. guy behind the wall over there, Tyler, who's uh, he's producing all this stuff. Like his dad is a trainer and his sister's a trainer and they, oh, wow. they can do all this. They're like brilliant. And he asked me one time, he's like, why are you why are you working out? And I said, I'm just trying not to die. So um, <laughs> And he's passed that along to them, I think. It's a good, line. It's a good line. So it's sort of like along the lines of your defense. Yeah. So you get up at two thirty, crank yeah. out some sit-ups, push-ups, you stretch. Take a shower, get ready. You uh, eat? What do you? When do you? What? I don't eat actually. I do this um, by accident. I just found out there's this thing called uh, intermittent fasting that people do. But you kind of have to do it because of. Yeah, I mean, I just I've been doing it by accident for like fifteen years. Yeah. Because it's kind of ridiculous. Prop. It's a ridiculous proposition to eat. A decent breakfast that early, unless you want to start. Like, I'm not going to wake up at 1. Right. That's getting crazy. Two, this 2.30 is already enough. So I just say, to heck with it, man. I won't eat. I have black coffee mm-hmm. uh, right away, a little espresso or whatever at 7, maybe another, or, uh, sorry, 4.30, and another one at, like, 5.30, middle of the show. And then by 7, my wife's awesome. She gets my uh, hard-boiled eggs, and I have this yogurt and cottage cheese, and that's what I eat. Okay. And I don't eat again until, you know, I have to take a stop at home, maybe. She'll make a little something or... You know, I wait and have lunch, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't need that much in the morning. A little coffee wakes me up, but you keep it moving. Two thirty, you're on at what time? Four thirty. Four thirty till. Till seven. Till seven. Two okay. And a half hour show. How much prep do you have? Not much these days because our producers are constantly working and things are yeah. constantly getting thrown at us. So really, the only stuff that's fully completed is that first half hour. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as long as I've been doing this, um, 
you know, as long as you stay in the news cycle, everything's pretty fresh. So it's really just about familiarizing myself with the overall theme of the day. Yeah. So do we have some breaking news? Because the story, story to story to story, the news is the news. And I've yeah. been reading it for so long that we kind of know what's happening. We know our city. So unless there's something crazy, breaking news, big weather event that we really need to go, hey, whoa, 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 this is different. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the morning route, it's just about setting the tone for the morning for those people waking up, whenever they wake up. Yeah. So you go, oh, man, it's 6 o'clock. You know, this is the kind of day it is. And I need to be able to project that. So that's the most important prep for me, I think, is just being able to kind of identify from that macro yeah. point of view, how is this day? And let's get it going, baby. <laughs> let's do it. You know, let's, I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I'm grateful every single day. I mean, every single day that I wake up, my children are healthy. I'm grateful. And it's like, I want to pass that energy on to people. Well, you kind of have to because you, that's your the face of a morning program and you want to start people's days. You know, obviously when, when there's not horrible stuff going on, you want to start those days off positively. You want to have an upbeat attitude with things. You want to get the, the news across in a good way. I mean, do you, because it's early in the morning and because some people are groggy sometimes, do you ever have or have you had any Ron Burgundy, I'm Ron Burgundy moments, like with the teleprompter where something pops up oh, and it's yeah. like, what the hell is going on here? Man, there have been times when I have some ad lib in my head and then I get distracted by something and it comes back to me. And honestly, I don't even remember what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, the date, for some reason, I don't... I think it's because of the cell phones. I don't remember, obviously, people's phone numbers. I can tell you phone numbers that my great my grandparents had in the 70s. Right. But I can't tell you a phone number. I can't tell you my wife's number right now off the top of my head. Couldn't even do it. Ooh, you need to work on that. Yeah. But no, but I don't need to. It's in my phone already. But I guess if I got stranded, what would I do? Yeah. Hey, Siri. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, so the date, I constantly have to look at the date. I start the morning show. It's like, hey, good morning. It's, and I look at Britta and I go, Thursday? And she'll go, yeah, it's thir <laughs> Thursday. There it is. And I see, and then that's like the, the Ron, the Thursday? Yeah. Like October? What, what month so is that's it? the extent usually of, of so the So I don't remember like the little, I don't remember details like that, like numbers, dates, and things, because all that's automated now. Mm -hmm. So I've just kind of forgotten all about that. I don't know. That's probably my biggest ongoing goof. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I'm bad with names. I always have been. Well, like whose names? Like, Local like, names? No, like national the, the, names. Yeah, like the names? big, the big long names, like uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> that's actually not too, not too far off. I'm okay with some of the leaders, the world leaders, but I feel like every now and then an athlete will catch me, mm. like Giannis, the basketball player, oh, yeah. the, the the all star, the Greek freak, yeah, yeah, the Greek freak. So I have to use nicknames, and I'll make sure I get those nicknames right. We have a floor director, uh, Glenn Thomas, who's awesome. He's been floor director a long time. Does a lot of these games. Runs cameras over here. I know all these production mm. guys around. So I look at them and say, hey, what's his name again? Give me the – okay, got it, got it. <laughs> uh, but no, man, you know, we, we try to have fun. We try to just be ourselves. So um, any of the goofs that we have are, you know, they're natural. You know, they're just, uh, hey, you know, mistakes happen. Where else were you before this? I was in North Carolina, Greenville, home of the East Carolina University Pirates mm -hmm. that uh, I think some teams around here used to beat on them pretty good back in the day because when I first moved here, some of the old sports guys would come over. Hey, I'm in Houston. I get my butt kicked by one of your teams. No offense to my ECU friends out there. The purple and gold, it was fun while it lasted. But I loved Eastern North Carolina. And, again, the people make the place. That's true anywhere I've ever been. How long were you there? Uh, four years almost. Four years, three okay. Three and a half years. And, okay. man, I mean, not that, I mean, Texas barbecue is like the best in the world. But they had some pretty good barbecue. There's like pulled pork, the vinegar stuff that they do. Um, and, uh, yeah, anyway. I what, was, what was small town TV like? Were you doing morning shows as well there? No, I did a weekend evening show. So I actually covered Friday night football. So I would You're go doing out. sports. No, no, no. But it was part of like because it's a small station, you do everything. Yeah. 
So it was like Friday nights, it's all hands on deck mm-hmm. during the football season yep. because all the local teams, and you knew out of all those teams, there was definitely one or two players that were going to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if not, certainly tons would go to D1 colleges, but onto the pros. So you were on location at a, at a game or what? Or you were yeah, I would go and I would shoot the highlights. Okay. And then I would run to, I mean, probably each of us would do one or two games depending on how far yeah, they yeah. were. We were covering. I did. So I, before I was here, I was in Lubbock. I was a sports anchor oh. at the, in West Tech. So I know what you're talking about. Friday yeah. Nights. Yeah. And then they let me cut the highlights. Yeah. So we'd do like a highlight reel at the end. I had so much fun editing that thing. <laughs> but like uh, DJ Reader, isn't he from Carolina? Sure from, is. Uh, yeah. what's, I forget what town it was. But um, yeah, so it's like there's, there's like a guy like him somewhere. Every year. Yeah. That you saw. Yeah. Like that even, um, uh, I was going to think, uh, I was trying to think, there's, there's a, a former Texan. Who, who from the from around that area? And I was thinking, man, did I ever shoot that guy? I thought maybe, <laughs> maybe I got a highlight of him and didn't even know it. That would be fun to know. So like oh one to 05, basically you were there. Yeah, to oh two to oh five. Yeah, about so three, you three and a half. Got out of college oh one oh two or. Well, actually, um, yeah, I went out to Los Angeles for a year and I worked at a a little production company. Okay. That did they produced content for the airlines back then mm. when you didn't have like cell phones mm-hmm. and streaming and all this other stuff. You were kind of locked in, like, did you bring CDs with you? Or, you know, like you're reading a book, yeah. or you put on the headphones and listen to that whatever playlist it was uh-huh. over and over. Were you voicing stuff, or were you doing Yeah, production? a little bit of both. I okay. did some voiceovers. Uh, they call, you know, it was one of these pay-for-plays. So half of it was free content. They get a big name on, they give it to them free. The business model, the other half, they'd sell to different companies and, you know, present the content yeah. in kind of an interesting way. So it was a fun experience, because I learned a lot about marketing, in, a, in, in addition to the skills I had already gotten from school for editing, voicing, stuff like that. All right. So, so you also design wedding invitations? Did I see this? <laughs> I did that one time as a okay. favor for All Lauren right. Freeman when right. she got married. Because I like to dabble. I do. Because you I'm, got you got the side thing. Is we want to talk about Yeah, it? sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I built a production studio with my Uncle Richie and my college roommate, Aaron Hatton. And um, he moved down here from New Hampshire. And we took this old warehouse and we converted it to a place where people could shoot photography, uh, video. We've got like a little soundproof room, kind of like this, mm-hmm. with uh, but you know like totally soundproof. You could run a Harley outside, you wouldn't even hear it. <laughs> um, and it's like a pre-lit green screen for folks. A lot of people nowadays, it's like everybody has a channel, every business has a channel. And if they don't, they should, and they should be taking advantage of the fact that they yeah. can reach people without any barriers. Really, I mean, it's so cheap to get into it now. It's like back in the day, you'd have to do a focus group, multiple thousands of dollars. My, my uncle was in marketing research, uh, one of the pioneers of, like, modern marketing research with software and things back in the day. Um, God rest his soul. And, uh, but, man, I mean, you, you, you look at what's being created and what should be created. So this is a place that people could, you know, take advantage of. Small business coming, oh, I need it for, like, an hour or two. I'm going to shoot, you know, something on a green screen and churn out a bunch of content, man. Yeah. It's like now they're shooting on a cell phone, and we get that. And you should. You should everybody should take advantage of it. You're shooting on a cell phone, but you're also doing this. What's the deal with you and TikTok, bro? Oh, I know. So my kids. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. You. You, you answer like I was judging you. I'm. I'm purely curious. Fault. What is this? What's, right. what's going on? Let's with do you the, and TikTok. Let's do the therapy. Session. I know what TikTok is, but what are you? Why I are have, you heavily I'm going involved? through a midlife crisis, bro. <laughs> trying to. No, I'm just kidding. It's. Um, you're not that old. You're only no, 40, 40, 43. 43. Okay. Yeah. No, actually, my wife's on it too. She loves it. Yeah. But it's um. How do, people always say, well, what is TikTok? I don't get it. What is it? It's an entertainment platform like anything else. It's like if you're really into politics and you like the back and forth, maybe you go on Twitter and you, that's your like morning, you know, three to five minutes where you're scrolling and you're listening and right. reading. 
Uh, maybe it's maybe it's Facebook. You're like, oh, I want to keep up with uh, my kids or my friends or somebody's on vacation or my kids, grandkids live over here. Let me get on, you know, yeah. or Instagram. I love this photography. I love following. Da, 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 da. So for, I say kids, it's, there's so many more people on it now. But when we started with TikTok, it was probably mostly 20-something and below or maybe even 18, 17 and below. Yeah. I mean, there were very few grown-ups sort of. I don't even know how we grow. I think most of us ended up getting into it because our kids were on it. We were like, well, we're going to go too. Right. Wherever they are, we have to be, right? I mean, we're parents, so I'm checking it out for sure to make sure the content's okay. But then I realized this is fun. This is their 15-second productions. Yeah. That's it. 15-second mini productions. Some people will do longer, 30, no more than one minute, but it's original content. Some of it's comedy. Some of it's artwork. Some of it's music. Some of it's um, just silly. And it's you a lot of... Dumb dancing, just I, you know. You've and you did. You've done some stuff. Grown up. You've done some stuff with Toro, it. and you've, you yeah. you when you came in here, you were lugging a bunch of equipment. You're, you're going to shoot do. some stuff with Toro. It's ten thirty in the morning, yeah. roughly, and you're going <laughs> to shoot some stuff with Toro here in about five ten minutes. I mean, that's right. You're just integrating all the all the different aspects of it, huh? I mean, we have we have fun, and Toro's so good, you know. And 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 Andrew and, and Ryan who run him around are just super creative. They um, they're planners, man. When I was, I was telling you, yeah. I was in London with them. I was on the bus. We were going doing a tour of, you know, where we had to see all the big sites and shoot some videos promotionally. Yeah. These guys are animals about planning, being very particular, having a strategy. It was, it was very impressive. You don't, you think he just goes out there and he waves his hand? Nah, he's he's got a he's got a well, definite agenda. If you to, want to be successful, you look at yeah. what the trends are right now and say, okay, well here's something that's trending. What kind of a take can I do on it? So yeah. for me, it's like, well, what would a news guy sitting behind a news desk with a camera do. What would Ron Burgundy do in this situation? And then that'll be my take. Right. Toro, it's like, well, what would a bull do? Or what would an NFL mascot do? Or what would, you know. Yeah. So that's why I like it. 15-second production. So you can give it some production. I mean, there's one where I step into a coffee cup and it goes like a rocket ship out of the screen. And it happens in 12 seconds. People are like, how'd you do that? So I did it on my phone. Really? Yeah, the apps are amazing. Yeah. I mean, you can cut stuff out. You can green screen. It's a brave I new mean, world. It's like, I don't even. Because I'm the same age as you, 42. And it, just to think about what I saw, so I started in TV as a producer, 2000. Just to see everything that has changed in 20 years, it's bananas. I mean, the world has done a 180 in a lot of a lot of ways. But we got to wrap this up. But let's do a few cool, more man. Texans things. Favorite okay. Texans player right now is? It's Whitney. That's yeah. my guy, man. Always. Love that dude. The Texans' offense in 2020 will shine. Yeah, shine. I think. Well, you know, obviously, you, you keep some wide receiver options open and keep them all healthy. Yeah, and that really helps them shine. But I was, you know, I know it didn't end the way people wanted to, but I was. People hate when I say this, but I think O'Brien had his best coaching year last year for our Texans. And I know everybody wants to, you know, say what you want to say, but I, oh, thought, when you I thought he was in... super creative last year, and I thought it showed growth and and fans should be more positive and open-minded to this upcoming season yeah and uh, you know to go along those lines i think adding all those new pieces so late in the, the game still being able to flourish with them or, or have success with them i think it's pretty pretty exciting and pretty promising for what you might do next year with a little bit of planning behind it a little bit of gelling so yeah i'm uh, i'm excited I, we need to do this again because we've got to cut it to. short now but yeah. uh owen conflenti he's a man if you're not watching him, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. <laughs> True. Jerks. I love you, man. All right, You're man. awesome.
Come by, uh, come by again real soon. Thanks, dude. I will. Good All right. See you. Tell Tori I said hello. Go Texas!